Got so many strongest soldiers, so it's never over Even if you need someone to hold you to keep your composure Even on the days you're moving slower and can't seem to focus You were meant for greatness and you know it, you just gotta show it Know you questioned life a couple times, but it's okay you growing Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay you on it Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes All you ever do is smile cause they make you worth it Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it Welcome to One Sick B. I am your host. We're certified One Sick B. Here at One Sick B, we don't cry, we thrive. We don't whine, we whine. The definition of One Sick B is a strong individual that fights through or faces unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life throws at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. Today, I was blessed with a beautiful guest named Megan. She is a nutritionist and a colon hydrotherapist. She is also a certified, well, should I say, will be a certified one sick bee with multiple sclerosis. Welcome, Megan. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm so to honored here. to have you. And you know, she's a nutritionist, y'all, and we all need to eat better <laughs> and do better in life. Uh, first, I want to start off with uh, this last two years I because I, I was gonna say we're we're went through COVID but we're still going through COVID and yes. Overcron and Acrobat and whatever <laughs> I don't know if, I, I apologize to all the technical people I know those are not the the other uh variants I'm just saying uh we're going through that how have you been thriving through this or have what has COVID how has COVID came about for you like how do you handle COVID I'm sorry Wow. Um, well, for, I mean, in the beginning with COVID, I was very scared, like most people. Um, and then on top of that, I had just started a new job at the hospital working in radiology. So I was like super scared because I had to be there. Um, I was going through training. I had to be there Monday through Friday, eight to, you know, four o'clock every day. Um, so I guess being in the hospital um, was was difficult as far as um, fear of it. Yeah, for the fear, you know, um, but I didn't get COVID until it was crazy because actually none of us really got it until 2000, until 21. Okay. So I didn't get COVID until 2021. And um, my first symptoms with it, I remember was just like this pounding migraine headache, like horrible. And I was in bed for about two weeks. But other than that, I, um, I got I got through it. I do feel like it knocked my natural treatment off. So I was doing the high dose vitamin D and it knocked my treatment off. Um Cause I started to feel symptoms again and, um, it just felt like my, 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 uh, my dosage wasn't working, but, um, come to find out after I talked to other people, that was normal. Um, so that, that was my experience with COVID. That's yeah. Yeah. I think everybody, and I, I feel bad or negative for saying this, but I kind of feel like, uh, COVID is something that unfortunately I feel like everybody's going to get like a cold yes. because it's, yeah. it's so rapid. It's so many different yes. forms of it. I just believe that it will hit people in different ways. Yeah. You know, some people, yeah. it might just give them a little something, another person that might knock them all the way down. And I lost my grandma to COVID, um, at the beginning oh, wow. of four, 
for 420. Uh, she passed away from COVID and she wasn't even out there in the streets, girl. She was uh, at wow. the nursing home and somebody else brought it in. And that's at that, 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 that time, though, uh, also there wasn't that much information spoken yeah. on COVID. So I don't think yeah. it was purposely ma- uh, maliciously or anything like that. I, but she probably didn't even know what she had. And then uh, my grandma being in the nursing home, her being older, it just knocked her out. She had within a week uh so yeah so i just i believe every it affects everybody differently and i think it does yeah so let's get in i'm so blessed uh that megan's here especially her being a nutritionist and knowing health and we'll get into some of those deep factors and um her having her business uh the she is the owner of green herb wellness center and green herbs and juice so we'll get into that to later but megan can you take me back to when you were diagnosed and if when you were diagnosed if you feel like prior to your diagnosis you had symptoms of multiple sclerosis and you can start um, yeah um i was diagnosed in 2019 uh, my symptoms didn't seem to start until they started in 2018 after I had uh, my baby. So um, before then, I tried to think back, but I don't remember anything. I The only thing I remember is that I kind of used to trip and bump into walls and stuff. I do remember that. And I would have bruises on me, but I didn't really, I just thought I was like clumsy so I didn't, I didn't really think anything of it. Um, and then my first symptom was, my first major symptom was my eye would um, tremor. I had a tremor in my eye and I had that tremor for months. And everybody, I was in school, so everybody would just say, oh, you're just stressed out and you know, but then my vision started to go out in each eye. Like I would be looking at the board sitting in class and it would just go blurry, but it would come back and then it would go blurry and then it would come back. And then one day it went blurry and it didn't come back. (laughs) And I went to the eye doctor. I thought it was something with my contact. They didn't see anything. Um, And so I went to another doctor, another eye doctor and he said, you know, I didn't have insurance because I was in school and he told me to go down to Grady, which Grady is like basically a nonprofit hospital. Now, okay. don't get it wrong. You still got to pay them. They're still going to send you a bill, right. but they'll yeah. go ahead and see you, you know, easily. Right. So I went down there and um, they ran some tests on me. I did a lumbar puncture. I stayed in the hospital for like three or four days. And they told me that I had, um, they were like, you know, looks like multiple sclerosis. And um, yeah, from there, I was like, I just remember that it was like a student doctor there. um, And she was like, she was like, you know, you need to focus on your diet. And I was just like, I was just like surprised, but I kind of knew that I had it because I had been looking up symptoms and Googling and all of that. And I was like, the only thing everything pointed to was multiple sclerosis. But, you know, just to hear the doctor say you have multiple sclerosis, yeah. And send you home with the paper that say multiple sclerosis, there's no cure and da, 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 da. It's kind of like, you know, I mean, it sent me into depression. What was your support system at that time, like uh, being diagnosed? 
Well, I'm uh, honestly, I don't really have that many friends. Um, I have a couple of friends, and at that time, I didn't tell everybody right. what was going on. Because, you had to figure it out yourself. Yes, yeah, exactly. I I didn't understand it myself first. And, you know, I told my mom and, you know, my mom is not here in Georgia. I'm in Georgia. She's in Chicago. So, you know, she, she didn't really know what to say. A lot of people didn't really have anything to say. I told my husband, I remember he didn't say, he didn't say anything. Like he was just like, he was just quiet because I mean, it probably hit him. Don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of thinking about what's going to happen in the future. I think that's the first thought is now what is my future like, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. the first thought. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's gotten better as uh, my husband, my husband didn't really know much about multiple sclerosis. He probably the didn't even know what it was it. when I said it, you know, so <laughs> I had to educate him. He's probably like, okay. I mean, it sounds scary. So, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't know either. Uh, like I, I didn't know either. Just like you said, uh, my, I'm actually my ophthalmologist uh, when I went, my ophthalmologist told me that he's seen something to me that he only seen a certain type of patients. And he mm. recommended me to go to a neurologist, which I already had an appointment for the neurologist the next day because That's I was good. a pediatric. Yeah. I was I had a pediatric doctor. And so she sent me because a pediatrician, not pediatric. And she sent me to the doctor and she had made the same appointment for the same doctor. That was his friend, coincidentally. And so he was like, I'm going to call my friend and tell him, you know, get in. And we're like, oh, we have appointment with doctor. He was like, yeah, that's my friend. But you need to get in sooner because when I was walking in, I was dragging. So I definitely. okay, uh, Yeah. The symptoms of I had, you know, anyway, this is about you. But yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, what adjustments have you had to make during this process, um, especially when you said you got diagnosed, you had a baby, you just had had a baby. Yeah, so as a um, mother, how did that affect you? If you don't my, mind, my, I would say my hardest symptoms were when I was first diagnosed, that was when I had trouble walking. Um, I couldn't walk down the steps. I remember I couldn't walk down the steps with my daughter because I was scared I was going to fall. I felt like I was going to fall all the time. So we lived in like a townhouse and I would have my son bring my daughter down and I'd have to hold on to the uh, railing. And um, that was a, you know, when I think back about that, it was such a scary time for me because it was just Imagine being someone that's always on the move, always so busy. And now, I mean, out of nowhere, you basically hit with, it's hard to walk, you know? And um, my legs were numb, my feet are numb, and it was scary. My hand, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen. And, um, but I could say those were the adjustments I had to make. My son bringing down my daughter, I remember that, and um Right now, what I do is I try to stay stress-free, which is really hard, but I let things brush off my back. And honestly, it's, it's one thing that multiple sclerosis has made my life better because I used to be this person that was, I would, I would just think about things to the point where it would make me mad or it would make me sad. I, you know, I was that overthinking, type of person. Overthinking. Yes, I over- was definitely a topic can't drop it. It keeps on running through your brain over and over. Yes. And I mean, I could think about something and it would cause stress on me. I could think about something and just be mad. Like, 
So that's one thing I don't do anymore. I let things roll off my show, like roll off my back, you know? So um, the other thing is, of course, my food, you know? I make sure I try to fix all my meals. I didn't really do that before. Um, I, I ate healthy, I guess you could say, but I didn't look at it all the time as it wasn't a need, you know? Right. So now I'm actually... I know I'm speaking on things that have made, like I've used it and made my life better to make myself a better person. Yeah. And that's the, honestly, for me, that's the only way I could do it. Otherwise I would be in a deep depression. I wouldn't be smiling or anything. I had to take things and try to use it to make my life better. Yes. What could I do to be, and then, and I, and also, like I had told you, I love helping people. So that's yes. one of the things I'm like, I try to say multiple sclerosis. I tell my husband this all the time. Multiple sclerosis made me delve deeper into nutrition. I always loved it and health and stuff, but delve deeper into it, research more into it and be able to help others. You know, you answered my question. My next question to you was going to be, no, you're fine. My next question to you was going to be, what has this battle taught you about yourself? Yeah, it's definitely taught me about overcoming and just the power of the mind because our minds control everything so much about where we live at and how we can change even though you can be sick or have this going on with you how you can change your mind and then you're almost in a different place and also how your mind affects your body you know, and symptoms and things like that. Because when I start to get upset, I start, my eye starts tremoring. That's the first thing that's that lets me know, calm down. Right. And I haven't even had it happen as much, but because I've now been focusing on stress, meditation, haven't been doing yoga, but working out, I want to get into yoga, but meditation definitely. Because before I say, why do you want me to do meditation? Y'all put in meditation in there. Like, who cares about meditation? But I, I did it. it. It's, it's the calling of the mind. mind. It's the yeah. stealing of the mind. And it's yes. it can be a, a natural release, a natural, I'm trying to think of the word, uh, basically, like I said, a natural endorphin. So it just, it, it, it brings peace. It, it steals your mind. And at times I feel like having multiple, with, I've noticed with multiple sclerosis, that how you said you, I overthink, 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 overthink. Uh, even the situation is we had to reschedule this because I was going through a bad day. And even though for you, it was, it's okay. But for me in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not right. This is not, you can't do that. This is a business. This is your business. Even though I know that, you know, at the same time we have health issues, but I right. always go hard on myself to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And can I add this, that I feel like us as black women, we're always supposed to be this strong woman yes. and we're supposed to jump up and we're supposed to be the mother and we're supposed to make money and we're the supposed friend, to keep the, the house clean and provider. we're supposed to da, 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 yep. da, and you get sick and you're supposed to jump back up. And I want to, this is one thing I've been talking about is I want us to lose that. We are people just like everybody else. And we deserve to be able to do nothing on some days and lay down. We deserve to be able to reschedule if we need, if, if we can't do it, we can't do it. And that's it. 
that's it. It doesn't matter what you think, you know? So we have to be, I guess, we have to be nicer to ourselves. Yeah, we have to treat ourselves better, give ourselves more credit. And just like we give somebody else grace, we need to give ourselves grace. Yes, yes, yes. Because that was another thing is before I had um, multiple sclerosis, I had, or before being diagnosed, I was always the person, you know, trying to prove to everybody that I can do this and I can do that. And I could, I was in school and had a baby trying to be on honor roll, trying to get all A's, trying to, for what? Because the people who didn't get the A's, they still ended up the same still place. Still get the same degree. I yes. went to the same thing in college. I knew I had MS. I was going hard because I didn't think that I was going to be able to even go to college because I was sick right at sick during high school going in. Then I would start going into college and instead of being saying, I'm going to get there and I'm going to do good so I can pass the class. Oh, I had to have an A. I had to be on the deeds list. I had to. And I just want to say that they're finding out that a lot of people that have multiple sclerosis have a type personality, which is an a type personality is someone that has to be anything that they're trying to achieve. It has to be done. And they, and they want to be number one in it. Mm -hmm. So giving yourself grace and not always, and I was the same way. And I've talked to other people who have multiple sclerosis and they were the same way. And there's a lot of people who got it while they were in school or were diagnosed after school or during school. So that shows you something that stress and, you know, putting all that pressure on yourself is overrated lead to over yeah number one overrated yeah overrated because you end up at the same place as other people. as everybody else yeah they don't look so, at your actual grade when you apply for the they job. don't they, they don't. just look they at don't. the piece of paper exactly but we exactly pride ourselves so much on where we're at or we have to be even better than the next person we just feel like that in general so you put more pressure on yourself and exactly. i was telling somebody this i think it was one of my kids and i was like look I get it. You want to be the best. But when it's all said and done with, they look at the diploma. Yes. They don't go pull up your grades unless you're applying for something where your grades to achieve to yeah. get into that type of program, you had to be top of your class. But exactly. other than that, they just look at the diploma and they say you have it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, and I mean, that's I, I just, I want better for us as black women, because as black women, we're the number one group right now being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis as well. So they say that it's the Epstein-Barr virus, but it's also other factors. So stress and, uh, and stress can wake up, um, you know, Anything. dormant Anything. viruses in your system. So yes, letting, there, I think there's a thing on TikTok and it's like the black girl, it's called black girl bare minimum. And it's TikToks of black girls just doing nothing. So you'll be just sitting there drinking your tea, drinking your coffee. And that is the black girl bare minimum. And that's, that's their a video. beautiful thing. Exactly. To show, you know, we can do this. It's same okay. Thing. Yes, it's okay. We don't it's always okay. have to be up. And, yeah. You know. And that is doing something because if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of our kids. We can't exactly. take care of our spouses. We can't take care of our pets. We can't take care exactly. of our parents. We can't do anything. Exactly. So exactly. I want to get into, I was going to, I have a couple other questions, but 
I want to get into this beautiful business that you have. Um, I want to talk about the benefits of it. I want you to explain how you started your business and the benefits of it and how it helps us. And then you can get a little bit into this. Okay. First, wait a minute. Let's get into this hydro, <laughs> this colon hydrotherapy that you're doing. Okay. It cleans the colon. So can it you cleans please the tell, colon. Me, tell me about yes. that? So um, I own, a, I'm opening a business, a wellness center right now in Lilburn, Georgia, which is outside of Atlanta. And um, it's called Green Herbs Wellness Center. And yes, I do colon hydrotherapy, which cleans out the gut. So it's basically, don't get scared because everybody gets scared about this part, but inserting a tube up the rectum. Right. It, it only goes up like an inch and it uses um, water that has been purified and puts the water up there and breaks up fecal matter that's sitting in your colon. So okay. some people have, you know, up to two to three pounds of material, fecal material just sitting in your colon. And that material that's sitting in your colon can cause disease. So you know, it's good to get it out. Also, it helps with bloating and constipation, losing weight, different things like that. Okay, okay. I, yeah, <laughs> I had that. I, I said, I, I want to know a little bit more about this because I had heard about it, but I wanted to make right. sure it was exactly what I thought it was. And it definitely was. So I'm happy that you can explain it for the people who are not even familiar with it or have never heard about right, it. Right. So let's get into this beautiful business. Please state your business and how you got into it and how this helps our community as a whole. Okay. Well, I started um, Green Herbs and Juice in 2016. It's uh, um, I started that with my husband and we both, you know, he came up with the name for it. And um, I wasn't sick at that time, but I, like I said before, I was always into health. So I had started, um, and also I think I need to add, my husband is Jamaican. So okay. I had him getting teas for me from Jamaica. Okay. So I would be like, babe, can you get these teas for me? And he would call someone, one of his relatives in Jamaica, and they would send him over here. At that time, I was only just getting enough for me, but I would right. post it on my social media and people started asking me questions like, you know, uh, what are you doing with that? Where do you get that from? And that's how I started selling it. I, okay. I didn't think of selling it initially. That was where I started when I started selling it. Um, but I was drinking the tea for health benefits. I was a follower of Dr. Sebi. So mm -hmm. I used to eat alkaline, which, you know, now all of that is coming back to help me with this. Or sometimes I'm, I'm not sure, I'm a minute. Sometimes I'm not sure if it's a part of me getting sick because I got off the diet. And the processed mm -hmm. foods, when you have cleaned your body out and your body is yeah. alkaline, yeah, because Dr. Sebi believes when you get your body to a certain alkaline number, right? Exactly. It cures all diseases, correct? Exactly. And I had got to that, but I wasn't sick. I was just doing it for health because this was in right. 2016. So I was there okay. and I felt great. And then um, when I went to school, I started eating crazy. I didn't really care anymore. Not that I didn't care, but I was too busy to focus on making my food. And that's when I got sick, honestly. So I don't know if that has something, probably a little bit of everything. It was probably there. I don't have anybody in my family that has multiple sclerosis or has autoimmune disease, but I, um, you know, I ended up, but I ended up getting um, 
sick, when I ended up getting sick, all of that information came back to help me. So okay. um, that's how I started with the teas. But all of our teas have health benefits, such as lowering the blood pressure, lowering cholesterol, um, helping with decreasing inflammation, and things like that. That is beautiful. Um, the nutritionist part. I love the nutritionist part. Okay. By the way, I'm going to have her give out her information uh, when I'm closer to the end, which uh, these meals that this honey, this nutritionist made, <laughs> they look delicious. And even if you're not a person who naturally eats healthy, when you see these meals, the, the colors, the greens, the yellows, the reds, the things that our body needs, she makes them look phenomenal. Uh, these recipes, uh, what about nutrition? do you love so much? Because not necessarily the preparation, but I love and why I wanted to interview you is because you are so education-based. You, yes, even your reels, your TikToks are education-based. I love health and I love giving out information. That's one thing about me. I love giving information to our community because I also feel like our community needs it at this time. And people were getting interested in it. I used to do, I used to talk about health before and post healthy food and nobody liked that. Nobody liked it. And they would laugh and be like, that looks disgusting and stuff like that. So now people are more into it because they're more knowledgeable about why we need it. And when I make my dishes, like because I do the high dose vitamin um, D like you, vitamin K works simultaneously with vitamin D. So that's why I eat a lot of salad, not because I want to, but because it has vitamin K in it, you know? So I try to eat my greens or you could do smoothies or juices and different things like that. But um, yes, I, I just, I love health. So I do try to put that information out there for our community. Love it. Okay. Now this is what advice would you give to somebody who's being recently diagnosed? or already has been diagnosed, both somebody who's recently being diagnosed and what advice do you have as a whole about being, so having I, what I, I What I want to tell you about being diagnosed is it's not over. It's not over. You, you, you think it's over and your life may change a little bit, but it's not over. Things will just change and the way you do things will change. Um, I think one of the, a good thing to do is to talk to somebody that already has it. So when I first got diagnosed, I didn't have anybody that already had it around me, but I reached out to people and I ended up talking to a lady. Um, she was an older Caucasian lady and I would speak to her and I would be on the phone with her crying, crying, yeah. you know? Yeah. And she was telling me, it's going to be okay. You, you you're not, it's, things are going to change, but it's not the end. So I, that's one thing that I would tell people is, is not the end. You're not going to die. There's people out there that say people are going to die. You're not going to die. It's not the end. Things may change, but it's not the end. And I think it's, I think it's best to give people hope, you know, because yes, if you don't give people hope, you have to hold on to that hope, yes. you know, that, that things are going to be okay. And, and I would also let people know that everybody's, um, Everybody's situation with multiple sclerosis is different. Yeah. So one no person's situation, exactly, may not be your situation. You don't know what your situation is going to be. I don't know what my situation is going to be, but I'm going to live my life and I'm going to keep doing things as long as I can do them. 
So that's the advice that I would give to somebody that's just been diagnosed. I think that's fair. And give yourself grace. And give yourself grace. Yes, girl. Give yourself <laughs> grace because you've yeah. never been through it. It's something new. It's something you're not going to understand right away. But give yourself grace and allow yourself to grieve the old version of yourself, meaning you're getting ready to create a new version of yourself that can be better than the version that you had. Yes, it can be. It sure can. Some people have even taken multiple sclerosis and, and, and used it to propel. I feel like I propelled myself into my future because honestly, if I didn't, if I wasn't diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, I would still be working at the hospital today. I would be working in radiology at the hospital, taking x-rays and all of that kind of stuff. That's what I would be doing. I would have never stopped my job and did my wellness center, did my nutrition you know, certification, all of that stuff. I would have never did that. But when, because of multiple sclerosis, I said, honestly, I said, yes, yes. Because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Your life, you're, and, that, and that's for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're diagnosed or anything. Somebody not right. diagnosed with something, something yes. can happen to them tomorrow. Yeah. You know, anything could happen. So it made me live my life for, it made me actually live life, live life. So. Yes. And live life more abundantly. Yes. Yes. Live definitely. life more abundantly. Yes. Um, do you have any words or anything else that you want to express that I didn't touch on? Because I, I, I think I was loving the fact that you, number one, you're a nutritionist. Then you were talking about the colon high hydrotherapist. And uh, like I said, I talked about you, your fruits and your vegetables. And I'm, I'm going to give you a chance where you can tell them where they can find you. But if there's any other anything else that you would like to say that. Yeah, I just, honestly, um, I just want to give people hope. I want to give people hope and I'm here to give everybody hope. Um, myself, I, I encourage myself, I encourage you and everybody yeah, that's listening does. to, um, to give you guys hope, to give everyone hope, um, that things are going to be okay, that we can change the course and, and people you my doctor told me next year, you're not going to be walking. That's what she told me. And I've noticed and talked to other people where their doctors told them the same thing next year, you won't be walking. So I'm walking this year and I'm walking the year after. So no one, no doctor is God. Okay. So put your trust in God, believe in God, pray to God. That's the only person that knows what's going to happen to you. Your doctor does not know what's going to happen to you. Um, Eating fruits and vegetables, uh, making sure that you're um, not eating as many processed foods, be in search, read books. There's so many books out there of people that have multiple sclerosis, doctors that when, when, believe me, when doctors have multiple sclerosis, they treat it differently than they, you know, than them talking to you. But there are so many books out there of doctors that have multiple sclerosis and then what they did. And believe me, a lot of them try to go natural. Um, There's people that have multiple sclerosis that have wrote books on things that they have did to help themselves. You have to search these things out. It's not gonna be given to you. There's people out there doing natural protocols. Look these things up. I don't wanna put any out there, but there's people doing natural protocols and it's helping them. So 
be optimistic, look, look out for these things and just be hopeful and put your trust in God. God is the only person that can tell us what's going to happen. He's the only person that knows. Now, can you please give out your business where they can reach you? Uh, contact you. I said, reach you like we're back in the day where you pick up a phone, where, <laughs> where, what's your, uh, what your tags are, uh, where they can find you at on Facebook, Instagram. Okay. My, my your personal. Okay. Thank you. My, um, personal page is miss green herbs and my business page is green herbs and juice at green herbs and juice and personal again is miss green herbs and all I have on those pages is health information that's that's what I live and breathe and read books on all day because it interests me so much and I do answer questions some people inbox me and I can give you my suggestion is it a doctor should you still talk to your doctor yes go talk to your doctor but I can give you my suggestions if it's something light you know so um I want everybody to be hopeful and just know that it's not over. And um, I love this podcast on things like this, where you can talk to different people. So, um, and we can connect. That's the best thing about social media is we're connecting, you know? Yeah. So this is my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> um, Megan, you are a phenomenal educated female. You are a mother, you are a wife. You are a nutritionist. You care about others genuinely. You educate yourself enough to inspire and to teach others so that they can help themselves and move in ways that they might not move or look at ways that they never thought that they could move in for their health. Um, you bless me with information. You continue to bless me with information. Uh, Megan, you are a strong individual that faces unimaginable, undeniable, courageous battles that life has thrown at you without warning, but you refuse to carry the spirit of brokenness. So I, mm. 3516B, would like to certify you, Megan, as 16B. Oh, <laughs> I am certified 16B. Yes. I love it. Thank I you. I love it. Thank you um, so much. You are so welcome. Thank you, kings and queens, for listening. And this has been One Sick Bee Podcast. And you guys have a great afternoon, morning, noon, night, whenever you're listening to it. And thank you, guys. Thank you. Question life a couple times, but it's okay, you wrong. Know you gotta read between the lines, but it's okay, you on it. Know you got some people in your life that's gonna make you want it. Know you got some people by your side when you look into their eyes. All you ever do is smile, cause they make you worth it. Already know this life ain't perfect, but you gotta work it. You gotta adapt to the pain, and you got used to hurting. And you're the one that's needed help, you used to offer service. You're not alone, not by yourself, and don't forget that. You're always fighting, always fighting for the get back And you always trying, always grinding and I'm with that You're such a fighter and your strength is where your gifts at You know every day's a fight but every day you getting up and perform When you think it's nothing left you gotta know you got more Let's not forget the God sent his strongest soldiers to war like, God sent his strongest soldiers to war You know every day's a fight but every day you getting up to perform And when you think it's nothing left you gotta know you got more Let's not forget the God sent his strongest soldiers to war like, God sent his strongest soldiers to war.